Hello, and welcome to the baseball wrap-up. This is Araceli. And I'm Mikey. And we are getting here geared up for our second episode of our podcast, The Baseball Wrap-Up. And today we're going to be talking about a couple of things that have happened this week in baseball and to us personally regarding baseball. We're going to talk about the Home Run Derby. Well, actually, Michael's going to give us his wrap-up on the Home Run Derby. We're going to talk about the Angels game on Sunday, and if you are watching what happened to the catcher, and Michael and I had a discussion about that, and we'll be talking a little bit more about that. We're going to dive into that deeper. We also went to a minor league game today, and we had some fun, exciting things happen, and then we were going to probably end uh, discussing a little more about Tyler Skaggs and the Angels. So we hope you join us and listen. Let's dive right into this. But what was really special about tonight is the experience that I had with this older couple and Travis Jankowski. So before the game, I saw this older couple chatting up with Travis Jankowski. And I was like, huh, it seems that they kind of know each other. And I was kind of looking at their grandson. I was like, Oh, he kind of looks like Travis. I wonder if they're related anyway. I didn't think too much of it. But then later, my mom was like, hey, you should go ask him, like, if he knows him. So I finally did it. And it turns out the dad's brother went to college with Travis Jankowski's dad. And after college, they stayed friends. And they stayed friends even until Travis's dad actually had Travis. And so this man's brother actually kind of helped raise Travis in a way, and him and his family got really close. And so that's how kind of that uh, older man and Travis met and were close friends. And so they had a really good connection with Travis, which was super cool. And so after the game, they went to actually uh, talk with him and they knew that I wanted an autograph from Travis because they also heard me shouting his name all day because I was just like super excited to see a, like a rehabbing player, especially like Travis Jankowski, who's just a great guy overall. And so I actually got the chance to talk with Travis for maybe like 10, 20 seconds, but I also got a chance to get his autograph, which is my first ever autographed ball from an MLB player, which was why it was truly like really special for me. And it was honestly a surreal experience. And I'm so thankful for that couple who were able, you know, to get me to do that, which was just awesome. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool to see Michael so excited. And I think it also was a life lesson that sometimes you have to just speak up and things happen when you speak up and experiences happen. And what's the worst that someone could say is no. But the best is like tonight that he was able to do a meet and greet with a major league ball player and have a pretty cool experience. And now he has a signed autograph. So, so. that was really, really fun. And it was a fun game. Um, my, I, I, We took grandpa, my father, with us. He's 83 years old. And he had a great time, and he'd never been to a minor league game. And um, it was just fun. So I really recommend minor league games, getting there early to any game. And really, there there's a lot of um, cool things that can happen. And one thing that I wanted to 
mention is make sure that when you're heading to the games that you're taking, that you have your glove, that you have a Sharpie with you, and that you have a baseball. All things that you can get before that are cheaper and uh, then buying there at the park and that really come in handy and making sure that you have enough juice in your phone and having uh, oh yeah definitely we had we, we had the mistake of not charging our phones tonight uh, so we went phoneless for basically the whole the, the whole game. game and so uh, thankfully we were able the couple sent us a picture um, to my phone and so I was able to retrieve the picture once my phone charged. Oh yeah. If you check our Instagram, the picture will be there. <laughs> yes. So, but yes, just remember to have a, a full power on your phone, um, a ball or something to sign, uh, a Sharpie marker and get there early. All right, moving on, we're going to be talking about what happened at the Angels Astros game this past Sunday between Jake Marisnik and Jonathan LeCroy. So I was watching the game kind of casually, you know, I was doing laundry and, you know, a couple of things. And so, but I had sat down to watch it with my husband and I watched that play and I actually screamed. I think it was like the mom in me because that was, I've watched baseball for a long time and Michael will say, oh no, this is like a common occurrence. I'm going to say I've seen a lot of collisions. But this one seemed extra violent, and I really was afraid that he had, like, a horrible concussion. So, diving into the injury here, Jonathan Lucroy suffered a concussion and a broken nose. He did. Wow. I didn't follow up on that. Um, it wasn't—they uh, didn't say it was a serious concussion, but it was a concussion nonetheless. And he did suffer a broken nose. So, they don't know how long he's going to be out. Especially as a catcher, he really might not be able to play that much because of his broken nose. Oh, yeah, and putting, I didn't think about that. With his catcher mask. And right. he will get some DL time for having the concussion, trying to rebound. Personally, I think Jake Marisnik did it, like, on purpose because he went out of, he was running straight forward on the baseline and he went out of his way to hit him while Lucre was out of the baseline. So purposely, I think Marisnik did it on purpose because he realized he was going to be out. That's my opinion. People may have others, but I think he should maybe get a suspension because what he did was really not cool. That's not cool. Like the game, I know it's their careers and it's professional and it's money record, personal record involved, but that seemed just really gross. Like just really gross behavior and bad sportsmanship that you would actually injure someone because you are so consumed with winning and having, you know, scoring that run. And that was really, that was really upsetting. And I was glad that they called them out. Oh, right. They did call them out. They called them out. I remember, you know, they were debating and, and eventually they called them out. But I definitely think that he should face some fines and that he should face he at should least, face at least a two game suspension. I'd yes, say. I, I agree. At least a two game suspension. And he should pay portion of his salary um, because you know he's gonna be missing out on some games. He's gonna be on 
on the deal. deal. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a hit on his, that's time away from playing. So definitely think that that's something that needs to be taken into consideration, not just for this game, for this game and this particular incident, but in the future with any professional sport, when your selfishness and greed gets in the way and hurts um, others, like it should be zero tolerance um, and especially in, in major and minor league baseball. All right. I'm going to have my own little segment in here. I'm going to be talking about the home run derby. The home run derby happened yesterday before the all-star game today. Uh, personally, I like the home run derby more than the all-star game just because I feel like now that the all-star game is more of just an expedition game, I don't see it that fun anymore. So I'd rather prefer to watch the home run derby than the all-star game basically any time. Um, this was the highest home run hitting derby in MLB history. There were 312 home runs. 91 home runs of those 312 were by Vlad Jr. Vlad Jr. also set the record for most home runs in a single round which he later broke that very next round um, between Jock Peterson and him. So first round, uh, Vlad got 29 home runs, just destroyed, like, I mean destroyed Matt Chapman. But at the same time, Matt Chapman's dad was kind of, in a way, screwing it up for him. He was throwing him some really wild pitches. Chapman ended with 13 home runs. He didn't stand a single chance. He took over Christian Yelich. And he didn't really live up to the hype. Um, Bregman and Peterson, Jock Peterson really just went off in this derby. Truly, I had him winning the derby. But with just how good Vlad was doing, it was, it was, you know, kind of upsetting. But it's, oh, well, I guess. Vlad hit 40 home runs the next round against Peterson. Peterson hit 21 against Bregman and ended up with 39 against Vlad when they were in a three-pitch swing-off which Peterson, he almost tied Vlad, and they almost went to a second swing off. And in the end, uh, Guerrero did make it to the finals. And now looking on the other side, Pete Alonzo barely made it out of – well, actually, no, he didn't barely. He went after uh, Santana, if I'm correct, Danny Santana. He hit 14 in the first round, which really, wow, like compared to Vlad, he really didn't hit that many home runs. Um, I think a big upset that happened was Acuna Jr. beating Josh Bell. I don't think really anybody was, you know, thinking that was going to happen. So it went between Alonzo and Ronald Acuna Jr. And um, yet again, Alonzo beat out uh, Acuna by one home run. And so in the finals, Vlad had the least amount of home runs he's hit the whole derby, which is really surprising because of all you know, rounds to do it, he chose to do the most important round, which kind of screwed it up for him overall. Pete Alonzo got 23 and won the Derby. Uh, 